Hey there, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to Grace for Your Journey. So glad that you're with us. If you're new, welcome on in. We're in the book of 1 Kings. And remember why we're in Kings. If you don't want to fall away from the Lord, this is for you. If you want to know how it happens so you can avoid it, this is for you. If you want to see God move in power and persuasion on the life of people, but then over the process and through periods of time, they just slowly slide away. And man, you want to look at that and say, I don't want to go down that road. Then 1 Kings is for you. And we're in chapter 11. And so here's what's happened. Uh, Solomon has built the temple. He's dedicated phenomenal prayer. God honored it. God's appeared to him twice uh, verbally and, and showed up and spoke to him face to face. And man, it's been profound. It shook Solomon to the core, had a profound impact on him and on the people. Uh, so the, the temple of God is built. The Solomon's house is built. He's built some other things. His wealth has increased abundantly. Again, by the end of his life, Solomon would be worth $2 trillion, with a T, dollars in today's terms. I mean, absolutely, phenomenally wealthy. Uh, unbelievable. So, we come to, to verse 11, or chapter 11, and um, things begin to slide. Because remember, when Solomon would end, when his reign would be over, the nation of Israel would fall into ruin. It would never be like it was in the glory days of Solomon again. It wouldn't. Solomon would, would govern over the height and the destruction of the kingdom of God. What a horrible picture. But that's what would happen. Now, you've seen that in churches. You've seen churches at, at the peak of their ministry, and then they decline to the very bottom. You've seen people's lives do that, and it's so horrible, and it's so sad. You've seen people's lives where they've been at the peak of their Christian experience, but then they slide away into nothing. They go into a pit in a hole. And man, it is just horrible to see, and it's incredibly heartbreaking. So this is what begins to happen right here in chapter 11. Let's look at it. Now, King Solomon loved many foreign women. Stop right there. Should be a key, should be a clue. Things are not going to go well. And so it goes on. Now, along with the daughter of Pharaoh, Moabite, Ammonite, Edomite, Sidonian, and Hittite women from the nations concerning, right? Listen, which the Lord had said to the people of Israel, you shall not enter into marriage with them, neither shall they with you, for surely they will turn away your heart after their gods. Solomon clung to these in love. And so we're going to talk about this for a couple of episodes, these several verses here. So here's what's happened. God has said from the very beginning, this group of women, the Moabite, the Ammonite, the Edomite, the Sidonian, the Hittite women, you have nothing to do with them because here's what's going to happen. If you marry them, if they link with you, then in time, they're going to pull your heart away from me toward their own gods. And the number one sin in the Bible, number one, number one sin in the Old Testament and the New Testament is having some God before the true God. It's called idol worship. Idolatry is the worst sin in all the Bible. When you begin to love something more than the Lord, it is horrific. When you begin to put something in place of God in your life at first place, it is horrific. It is condemned from the beginning to the end. It is absolutely horrible. So here's what Solomon does. He looks at these women and he begins to love them. See, you cannot, you, listen, you, this is common sense, but you cannot have an affair. You cannot cheat on your spouse, husband, wife. You can't cheat on your spouse, right? You can't link up with women that, in, in this context, that God says, don't do it unless you see them first. Now, I'm not going to win a Nobel Prize for that. <laughs> I get it. But it's just common sense. If you don't see them first, 
you don't get any of this other stuff. So here's what King Solomon could have done. If King Solomon had taken seriously the command of God, right? He would have said, look, all these women are going to pass through our kingdom. That's fine. But they don't come in front of me. They don't come into the temple. They don't come into my palace. They, they, they don't come into the area that I'm occupying because I don't want to see them. They are not an option. Solomon could have drawn some clear boundaries and created some barriers in his life to protect himself from this slide. But he didn't. He didn't for a couple of reasons. Now, some of you are saying, yeah, but Terry, he was so wise. He was so smart. Okay, you got to get this. Wisdom, wisdom does not equal obedience. Wisdom does not equal spiritual maturity always. Wisdom and knowledge does not equal a heart, a passion after God. Knowledge in your head does not always change your life. Why? Because there's two questions we have to ask when we come to the scriptures, and both are equally as important. One is not more important than the other. When we read the Bible, when we go to the scriptures, this is what we got to do. God, what do you want me to know? And then what do you want me to do? Both are equally as important. But somewhere along the line, what do you want me to do? Get pushed to the side as, well, that's just application. We listen to preachers. Oh, well, he's just an application guy. He's not very important. Oh, well, he's just sort of pastoral. Trying to, that, he's not very deep in the word. Well, deep in the word has to produce a deep life of piety, holiness, and impact for the kingdom. Or, it, listen, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just studying the Bible without the transformation of your heart and life doesn't matter. So here's, here's Solomon, who prayed right who got unbelievable wisdom and got connected with the Lord through wisdom and knowledge like no one has ever since him except for the Lord Jesus himself. He had it in his head, but his heart wandered from the Lord. So here's my challenge for you today. As, and again, it's going to take a couple of episodes to get through this. I'm going to go pretty slow through this, I think. When you're studying and reading the Word, when you're listening to the Bible, however you're doing it, ask the Lord, Lord, what do you want me to know? And then what do you want me to do? And then have the courage to make that change. Now, when you do, you're going to find God's favor, his grace, every step of your journey. Let me pray for you. Father, what do you want us to know? And what do you want us to do? Show us clearly through your book, the Bible, and by the power of you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, God's blessings on you, man. I love you. Thank you for being here. Hope to see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.